What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Refill Studio. It's your host, SB Philos4 here, and let's get those cans ready. We're gonna refill to 99, as we always do for this next upcoming set, and I have the utmost pleasure to welcome Ling and Dandy as our special guests to the Refill Studio uh, podcast today. And just a brief introduction for both of them. Ling, uh, very notably, has a top 10 um, in the um, Hello Happy Summer um, event, as well as second place in the very recent Hagami and Happy Dinosaur event. And Dandy has a couple of very notable uh, titles, most notably two T4 titles, uh, one in the Hello Happy Softball event, and again, the recent Hagami and Happy Dinosaur uh, event. So um, for both of you, thank you for taking the time to join the Refill Studio today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. All right. Is there anything else that uh, you would like to add to the intro that maybe I missed um, or maybe that I have incorrect? <laughs> I do need to correct you on one thing, and that is I wish... I was P10 in uh, Hello Happy. Uh, oh, yes, that's break. right. You got voted, though. <laughs> I, I unfortunately was P12 in that event um, uh, by a staggering 11 million points. Yikes. <laughs> but, but I was T10 in the following event, the uh, Afterglow uh, summer like vacation event. I don't remember the exact name of but that one. Okay, okay. So I uh, got the, the summers mixed up, but uh, there you go. Thanks for clarifying, Ling. And uh, Dandy, all all good in your intro. Oh, you got you got everything correct. Nice, um, nice. We're T fours. Ah, okay. Well, we'll certainly talk about both of your uh, wonderful tiering experiences um, later in this podcast. But um, for now, let's kind of proceed and talk a little bit more about how you two got into Bang Dream Girls Van Party. I always do this with our guests because everyone has a very unique origin story. Uh, Ling, let's start with you. How did you first hear about Bang Dream and how did you get into the series? All right, so a little bit of context uh, because this is probably going to come up a couple more times throughout this. Mm. So I play this uh, Korean MMO. It's called Maple Story. I know a couple of previous um, guests have talked about them playing it as well, but mm -hmm. that is also a game I play. And so my in my guild Discord, um, you know, we had a bunch of friends and mm -hmm. we talk about a bunch of things. And one day I noticed there was this new channel. Um, so. My guild was called Cafe, and the channel name was uh, Cafe after, you know, a fun pun of both uh, Cafe and our beloved Kanon's signature Fui. Um <laughs> And for the first couple of days, I'm like, I didn't really pay much attention to it. I'm like, oh, they're talking about some game I don't know about. Like, they're having their own fun. And then one day, I got curious. I'm like, all right, what are they talking about in here? What, 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 what game are they playing? And, mm -hmm. well... As you would imagine, it was Foundry. Um, and so I talked to them briefly. I'm like, okay, so what is, exactly is this game? Uh, what what are you guys do? What is it like? And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to try it. And that's how I got into this game, pretty much. Wow. wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty interesting way of getting it through connections of playing MapleStory of all games, which is pretty, uh, pretty funny. Now... When you first got into the game, like when you first heard about this 
character named Kanan who uh, you know is sort of notable for being that person with that fue kind of voice line was she sort of like a first impression like oh well this is the character that, that we're talking about and then you start to like learn a little bit more about her and maybe that was like your maybe your your first favorite character or that or did that like take some time to for for you to eventually you know enjoy Kanan as, as one of your your characters oh it, it did take me a while because I entered, you know, I entered the game. I'm like, okay, this is one character that has, you know, like a signature line that my friends mm-hmm. are associating with them. But I'm gonna, you know, take a take my time, look at all the characters, like see what they're like, and then take some time before deciding on who I really thought was, you know, like my favorite character. Mm-hmm. And that did take a while, but um, I think as people who would know me, I eventually that character became Misaki. Hmm. Yeah. Although oh. Kanan did end up also being one of my um more liked characters, it's mm-hmm. on the higher end of that list. Yeah, and Hello Happy as well. That was like sort of like a you know a, a bit of time to realize and appreciate them as well. Considering the first event I played was a Roselia event, and that uh, I was basically uh, reading that event story first and before moving on to the other bands it it did mm-hmm. take me a little bit of time and it did take some time for the rest of the game to grow on me but yeah it it was probably earlier rather than later fair fair all right well that's really cool and ling that's great to hear that again um you know things uh, it's kind of funny how like kanan in a sense kind of connected you to so much about bang dream which is like pretty hilarious in a sense um in more ways than one not only to introduce you to the series but also introduce you to what might be your you know your favorite band and your favorite character being in the same band as well so that's you know a pretty funny coincidence but uh yeah thanks to maple story for that <laughs> um Dandy, what about you? Uh, let's uh, hear from you. How did you get into Bang Dream? And where did that all start? And, you know, what was your, like, first impressions of the series? It, it basically started with, like, one friend where um, we had a trade, basically, where I was really into Dragalia and they were really into Bandorian. Mm. So I was like, okay, I'll download this game if you download Dragalia. Um, and Dragalia didn't really stick with them and, like, Pretty much after I started playing Bandori, I also stopped playing because I got really sucked into Bandori. <laughs> it, it was like my first like rhythm game mm-hmm. and like anime girl gotcha game. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like my, my first impressions of all the characters was basically my friend going through like the, the download loading screen and mm-hmm. just telling me like a little bit about every character like, oh, this person's really mean. <laughs> I don't like them. I was like, okay, wow. I didn't know, I didn't know, like, people were mean to each other. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow, wow. So, so that's, that's actually pretty funny how, like, you got into the game through, like, you know, trying to, like, okay, you play this, you play my game, I play yours. Um, and, um, uh, did, did that, like, so when you, when you, when your friend first introduced you to the characters, like, did you, what was the first character that maybe gave a good first impression and, and did that change as, as uh, time went? So, I mean, just looking at, like, the cast of characters, of course, Michelle stands out. Like, when we mm. got to the Hello Happy World screen, I was like, what is going on? Because I thought she was a real bear at first. <laughs> um, much like the, the three idiots, I was also an idiot. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but Hello Happy World was their favorite band. So I was like, okay, I don't want to be, like, a copycat. So I was mm. like, After World looks cool. Like, they're all, like, kind of punk so at first, Afterglow was my favorite band, but then over time, 
like hello happy started to grow on me mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Well, that's fair. That's fair. That's really cool. And again, it's so cool to see that we have like, you know, uh, a couple of big Misaki fans on this uh, podcast. And this isn't the first uh, big Misaki fans. We have a lot of Misaki fans out there uh, featured in the podcast. It's really neat to see how um, uh, you know, everyone kind of goes together. And, and Misaki is definitely one of the uh, one of the very big fan favorites out there for for a very good reason. Uh, Dandy, I don't want to like maybe add salt to the wound, but maybe were you a bit devastated that uh, <laughs> super side note that Dragalia lost uh, was uh, no longer in uh, uh, sort of uh, being supported? So, <laughs> that's what I think is really funny is that it's like, oh, Vandor is still going kind of strong. Ian is like being weird. But yeah, it's, like, yeah. What is it? Oh gosh, I think that's three years ago, but like three years later, now Dragalia is shutting down. It's like, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I remember hearing about Dragalia because of um, Fire Emblem Heroes, and that was a game that also came around the same time where JP Dory came out. And that game is still going decently strong. Um, Dragalia, like, it, it had really good promise, but, you know, un- unfortunate things happen. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, that's a lesson to everyone. If you want to make sure your gacha games uh, stay alive, uh <laughs> play the game support the game i suppose because uh i guess we don't want the game to fall in the same fate as uh dragalia lost so <laughs> um but yeah honestly again both thank you for sharing that it's great to hear that both of you eventually got into the game but of course when you eventually get into the game you then think about other thoughts which is tearing so um Ling, for you how did you first get into tiering? What was like that first impression? How did you first get into it? And what was in your mind in terms of like, oh, how, like I, I want to try tiering and, and see how it goes. Right. Well, so uh, this was, I think, around either, I think it was uh, March or April. I don't remember. It was around when the Morphonica, first Morphonica event happened. Um, I was I just got into the mood of playing Boundary again after playing um or after like a long period of not really playing that much. Uh and I stumbled across this YouTube video. It was uh let me pull let me think uh, try to remember this name real quick. Mm-hmm. Um it was The Ultimate Guide to Tearing Servers in Dang Dream Exclamation Mark. <laughs> uh some guy named uh, SB Flaws Four. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I saw the video. I'm just like, huh. I guess Google really does own my soul and data. Uh, but anyhow, um, I saw that video. I'm just like, wow. Uh, I never knew about the this whole tiering side because, um, despite starting off during in uh, Neo Aspect, um, I never really got into tiering all that often. Um, mm-hmm. I mostly played casually with my friends. We would like room together, play like a bunch of random songs, crawl each other with uh, songs we all hated. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, I just kind of mostly just pubbed everything. I had, I did manage to pub um, B100 for a summer's night poem across the water mm-hmm. uh, where I ended up like ranked uh like 90 something but um very close aside from aside from that i never really got into tearing and so when i saw this video i'm like oh wow this is very interesting like how how like people are you know like i, I knew about like you know song meta and stuff about how e- a to z was uh eternal 
uh, suffering hell minds, but whatever. Um, but I was like, wow, I did not know about rooms. Did not know about all these discords. And like, I kind of want to get into it because, again, as I was re getting uh, reinterested in the game again, I saw it. Well, my last time I played with friends, but um, we kind they kind of all stopped playing. So I figured, well, might as well get into the community and uh, see what this is all about. And so I joined PubCord. Uh, I interacted with some people for some time. And eventually I was like, all right, well, I got to ask for uh, rooms for um, to get into a tiering server sometime. And so at the time I had a uh, pre-optimal team for, um, it was uh, Dormant Heat. I don't remember the full name, but it was mm-hmm. the Afterglow uh, Challenge Live event. I was like, okay, I kind of want to try doing like a flameless t100 uh did i end up working out but that's sort of for a <laughs> later time uh and so i asked for um asked in pubcord uh if someone could drop me a link and i don't remember who it was um i think it was kyle that gave me a link but they basically sent me a link and i got in and that was basically the start of uh my experience with tiering servers Wow, wow. So yeah, big shout outs to this um this random guy named SP Philos4. I'm not sure, you know, if uh, that video is a is a good video, but uh you know <laughs> it's uh quite an interesting way to get into the community um and learn more about tiering and learn more about that. It's interesting that you were able to get into PubCord as well and, and be able to first interact with people there and then eventually you know have the the courage i suppose in a sense to to find and ask you know when when where's the server like where i could start and um you know like for you when you first joined pubcord like what was your your impression there like what was your first impressions of like i guess the the general community and then once you first and then eventually when you um and again we're not going to talk about tiering perspective but you know when you first joined a tiering community and like a server how how was your first impression there of the the people there well, uh, let's see. So I thought that the tiering server was really chill. Um, obviously, I think G1 was really like not necessarily super try hard, but mm-hmm. they definitely were trying to be a bit more uh, organized and be optimal pacing and stuff. But in terms of like general chat, G2 and all that, everyone was re- relatively laid back. And uh, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I think I would kind of let them know that this was like my first hearing experience, mm-hmm. but uh, so I might be a little bit slow, but everyone was, you know, like being chill about it. Like no one's like, yeah, you need to do this or that or else we're going to get angry at you. No, everyone <laughs> was just like chill and just there to have a good time. Yeah. Well, that's, well, that's really cool to hear. That's honestly amazing to hear that you were able to get a really good sense of the community, get an idea of what tiering is like. And, you know, for those who are a little bit unfamiliar with the terms, right, like G1, that's like, you know, game one or group one, uh, generally, um, they are the kind of designated for like the higher tiers. And, you know, depending on a tiering server, because, you know, some some tiering servers, like the afterglow tiering servers, they're usually pretty chill. Um, but like, you know, again, the G1s are mostly reserved for the higher tiers. G2 are a little bit on the lower tiers. And, and yeah, especially for those who are um, maybe tiering for the first time, a lot, there's a lot of support and encouragement uh, for those people as well, especially for people who start in the, uh, the first time. So it's great, Ling, to hear that you're able to get the support and have a very warm welcome uh, to the community because uh, that eventually led you to your uh, big whale fluence thoughts <laughs> later in your career. So we'll, we'll certainly share uh, and talk about that uh, very shortly.
Um, we'll move on to Dandy. Um, what's your tearing story? How did you get, you know, whale fluence to start tearing? And what was that story like? Um, so, uh, I like, when I first started playing, I was like, huh, like people, people play this competitively. That's crazy. And I would like look <laughs> at the, the T10 board and see all these like crazy, like high EP amounts. And mm-hmm. like everyone had like really like sweaty names and they had like their, their clan tags. So I was like, okay, yeah, like, you know, that's, that's not going to be me. Like, I'm not that, I'm not that serious. Like these are, these people are really serious about it. <laughs> But then I think it was Dan's full blooming when I saw McDonald's Sprite on the T10 board. So I was like, okay, here's someone that's not like, well, it seems like they're not super serious about the game. Like, they have a funny name. So I was like, okay, like, hold on. So, like, normal, like, funny people can do this? (laughs) So I had that in mind. I was like, okay, like, that's kind of, like, it it was very, like, I was very tempted to do it from the beginning because, I don't know, it seems kind of fun and I like getting the titles. Mm-hmm. um so like my first like time cheering was for the um like the fleeting night stream where i did top 1000 and i think i got like 600 and that was a big deal for me so i was like okay that's cool um but i was really busy with school so i couldn't really like do much uh until like covid hit mm-hmm. uh, and we had to quarantine mm-hmm. so i had nothing to do and then the the mocha Aco event it's like uh determined darkness Mm-hmm, yeah. that came around i was like okay i like this set i like mocha and Akko, and i like the title like i don't have anything better to do so i'll just go for it uh so so i went in with the mindset just like just play as much as possible just do whatever um that didn't go great <laughs> uh i didn't i didn't know what i was doing but i ended up as t13 which isn't bad considering like i didn't know anyone really wow. in the community I just went in like blind, and also I think it, it was a challenge live. I think my multi live team was had like two stars in it. Oh no! But it was it was a super dead event, anyways. So yeah. Wow! Wow! So sure. so you did that first event all by yourself, like literally nobody else. Yeah. Wow! That's that is something. When 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 you say you had a lot of time in your hands, that's uh that's definitely a lot of time in your hands for sure. Yeah. yeah um i like i didn't i didn't even <laughs> um i i had full nights of sleep too so i don't know how i even got that high but like, i wasn't even playing as much as i realized i needed to be even mm. well sometimes you know these uh like these uh pubbing events uh especially with c- certain event types it's not as uh not as competitive as uh as it seems and i think now it's a luxury that back in the day that maybe some events were not that competitive because i don't really expect events to be all too you know easy to obtain in the future sadly um you know the 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 scene is definitely growing bigger and bigger the game is getting more competitive which is as i mentioned healthier for the game but uh you know at the same time it's uh it's pretty interesting so like uh dandy dandy it's so cool to hear that um you know you were able to get that title now when did you first start hearing about like you know, pop, maybe pub chord or like the uh, like the tiering scene. When did that first start? So um, after after I did the the Mocha Aqua event, I felt like I failed really hard, so I stopped playing for a little bit. Mm. Uh, but I think I found McDonald's Sprite Twitter, and I saw they had their their devotedly towards my dreams. 
uh-huh. uh, Discord server on their Twitter, and I joined that. And that's kind of like how I got um, introduced to everything. I think I joined Nebby's uh, like autumnal heartfelt letter server, which mm. is like the first server where I saw like tearing happen. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I got invited to like Fleet Notes. And I found out about like PubCord and stuff. So it kind, of, it kind of spiraled out of control after that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, shout out to Sprite, who was a you know a former guest of our uh, of our podcast as well. Uh, they certainly had some really fun stories, and <laughs> again, normal funny people could definitely tear um, <laughs> and and have some fun with that. And uh, big shout outs to uh, Nebby and the uh, Tumble uh, Heartfelt Letter uh, server as well. That was also one of my first tearing servers as well. And um, Nebby might have already shared it in a previous podcast, but um, you know the what was it the the six hour memes the the two hour memes channel which is where you like kind of post memes but you can't post memes in a like a frequent rate it's only at a very like scattered uh time frame which was actually kind of hilarious so um that was that was definitely uh, quite a lot of fun so um and and dandy when it come when it came to like you know seeing people tear like what was that impression like was it like oh wow this is like pretty like like i never knew that this was like sort of like so efficient and like this sort of machinery kind of uh movement here with the tiering no exactly i was like i was really impressed with how like it it seemed at the time it seemed very elaborate how organized everything was like the the g1 like channel names with like the xxx and it's like oh wow like you're even like the channel names have like a purpose and stuff um and then like tracking too was really crazy to me uh everything just seems so like organized mm-hmm. and like very intentional i guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly and I, I you know big shout out to the people who like f- first kind of created this sort of format in in like tiering because honestly like i don't think i've actually gotten someone to share like the origins of where that format first started i'd be very curious to see how who like sort of created this format because it is quite ingenious um, and it just been like kind of passed the ge- like along in generations and generations and many years of tiering. So big shout outs to uh, whoever first created <laughs> the, uh, the tiering format. So, yeah, yeah. Well, again, both of you, it's so great to hear that, you know, you were able to get into tiering, be able to sort of understand what tiering is like. Now, of course, that eventually led to the two of you getting relatively you know competitive and trying to get some pretty big titles um and uh, ling we could we can now maybe kind of dabble into a bit of that your your dormant heat and sky uh flameless t100 attempt now again this was maybe like your very first big tiering attempt and trying to go for a one t100 and flameless t100 at that is um no easy feat so what happened there what uh what kind of inspired you to do that, and and what kind of, what was the result there? Well, so as I said uh, before, I had pre gotch optimal at the time, so I was like, hmm. Well, if I'm gonna try any event, this is probably gonna be the event where I'll have the easiest time to, uh, you know, like climb mm-hmm. in the ranks with mm-hmm. uh, minimal game time. But I, I think also at the time, I just kind of wanted to use that event as like a uh i guess experience to just kind of like learn how tiering servers worked mm-hmm. um which given the fact that it was a challenge live and the later half of the event uh rooms were mostly dead maybe wasn't necessarily the best um intro but 
the fir- first couple of days uh, definitely worse. Amazing, at the very mm-hmm. least. Um, I think I in- at the I can't remember if at the time I intended to use that experience to just kind of like gauge uh, whether or not I can go further. But I think that was also another one of my intentions, which is like see how long I can play, and uh, if I it turns out I could play for longer periods of time. Uh, maybe push for something else later in the future mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um un- but unfortunately uh i think one set into my first set of uh, a2c <laughs> my hands started kind of like cramping and i was, was like oh, oh my goodness no. i don't think i can play this for very long <laughs> um, and so i ended up only playing like a couple of sets probably like let in total like less than 10 sets of a to z and because of it like i ended up having to uh burn a couple of cans at the very end of the event to guarantee the t100 um so that's why I, I i did get the t100 i just failed to get it uh flameless, flameless. Yeah, yeah but i i think that was kind of just like a these good experience at the very least like introduced me to what uh tearing servers were like and kind of mm-hmm. like basic etiquette and all that mm-hmm. and for that i think um my original goal was more or less achieved and yeah well that's that's really awesome to hear again um i think at first the first tearing experience is always the most important one because it really kind of gives you an idea of what your limits initially are and yeah play a to z over and over again is not easy <laughs> i remember playing my first set it was not it was a, it was mentally draining physically draining um but you know once you kind of get the hang of it it's definitely something to uh, to keep in mind but yeah Ling, although it wasn't a flameless which me- which means you did use resources for those who are maybe not familiar with the term flameless um, but yeah, it was good to hear that you're able to get your first T100 title and and was able to uh, achieve that title uh, quite well and learn a little bit more about about tiering and um, and before we go into like the big uh, like other tiering uh, achievements that you've obtained, uh, we'll go back to Dandy. Uh, uh, Dandy, with you, like um, you know, your what was your first like sort of relatively big tiering experience i mean of course there was the t13 um in that mocha Ako event but was there another event like that you eventually participated maybe got like a t like a hundred in like a tiering server environment and, and what was that like oh gosh i think um besides the mocha Ako event i filled mm-hmm. a lot for devotedly towards my dreams mm-hmm. um for sprite and that's one uh I also like learn about A to Z and playing it over and over and over again. <laughs> and it like, I was like, okay, I don't know if I can do this more seriously, but then after like a few sets, then it's like, okay, I'm good now. <laughs> it's like, once I've heard it enough, like, I don't, it, it breached that point of it, like driving me insane to where like, okay, this is just, this is just my brain now. This is just <laughs> what I need to do. Your, your mind just became numb. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wow. But I mean, at the same time, it was a really interesting event, especially devoted because it was such a long event and it was a competitive event. So like all the fillers were like incredibly needed. So I think it was a pretty good experience for your very first like big major tiering experience because it had a a mix of, you know, playing long hours. There was like storyline behind to it. Um, It was a long event. So you had a lot of time to practice. 
And uh, it was a lot of fun in that server, too, if you remember that. It was uh, quite yeah, a lot of fun the, in, in that the server. All the McDonald's names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so that's that's actually really cool to hear that, you know, that, that impression was was pretty well. So, you know, what after that event, did you learn anything about, like, your tiering kind of you know, uh, prowess and in, in your skills? Like, what, what was the main takeaway after that uh, that first big, like, tiering event in a tiering server? It's it's hard for me to remember since I feel like it was so long ago. Yeah. Um, I remember one of the main things I remember actually is that like my hands got really cold. So mm-hmm. that made my fingers like really stiff, mm-hmm. especially like after a few sets. So I was like, okay, I can't play in a cold room or else I will start dying. Um, mm-hmm. And also I think I learned a lot about how like swapping in and that sort of efficiency is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you can't um, just like waste your time, or it's like if if you're not allowed, if, if the game's not letting you join in, then it's like that's debug. Tell them, tell them now. Don't wait. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's uh the the the, the um the weird like jargon and like the weird rooms that sometimes have like some issues with like their their you know the fact that it's bugged and people can't join. That's that's just a weird kind of uh site for sure. So um yeah but um uh, that's really good and again for our, our listeners out there maybe who are new to the tiering scene um will uh maybe get share some or get some insight on how they can improve their their tiering and and really experience their first uh, tiering experience quite well so again i uh, thank you for sharing okay um so i think now it's time to talk about the big events that both of you did in terms of your major tiering goals um, so we're actually going to kind of go in order, in chronological order. I think that would make a lot of sense. So, uh, Dandy, we're actually going to go back to you because softball was the, uh, the I guess, the first event that um, that came before. And that even came before uh, Ling's uh, Flameless T100, which is actually kind of crazy. Like, time is just a huge, like, so, construct. I don't even, like, remember some of the order of these events. But um, so, so with softball here, right, full swing, hella happy softball. First of all, how did you or what does what motivated you to tier for this event and in particular what motivated you to go for podium or like you know t t ten like how how did that first all start so um for for tiering the event in general, basically what motivated me was like I have a lot of cool hello happy world cards, so if I want to tier an event um that would be ideal, and also it landed on my spring break at the time so i was like okay i have the cards i have the time like now's my opportunity and i think i made a a mistake that i know i don't think i'm the only person that's done this but i was like oh i want to tear it i'll just make my own server even though nobody knows who i am i'm gonna make a t1 (laughs) server and everything will be fine because i didn't understand like the the social almost political aspect of tearing servers where it's like if you want people to fill for you, you need them to like be your friends, basically. Like no mm. one's gonna fill for just some like random person mm. that just shows up, you know. Mm. Especially for a T one. Um, but I had a server, and I had some people supporting me. Uh, but then I think a few months before the event, R two messaged me and was like, "Hey, uh, you should you should come join my roster." Some people dropped, and I was like, "That that made me realize like." Yeah, I should probably join that. Uh, <laughs> so at first, at first, I was just T10 on the mm-hmm. roster, mm-hmm. and then when the event started and things were going really well, um, I asked R2 and Blair like, 
hey like i'm already you know i'm already like t1 at the time like when we were first playing uh-huh, uh because uh-huh. i'm scoring higher than them i was mm. stepping on them it was unfortunate <laughs> um, like i was like since i'm already doing so well like well, can, can, I, can i t3 like is that okay and they were like sure um so that was going fine i think for like the first 24 hours mm-hmm. and then somebody started chasing us really fast uh, their name was Yoshi at the time, uh, mm-hmm. and we made some memes about that, where it's like Yoshi is, is chasing us and it's scary. <laughs> uh, so we like joined a voice call, and then we were like, "Okay, this person is is approaching us at, at high speeds. Uh, Danny, would you be okay with dropping T three and then having them join our roster so we don't need to worry about the sniper?" I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." Okay. <laughs> I think everyone expected me to like put up more of a fight, but I was like, "It's fine. It's whatever." Like, I don't, I cared more about R2 and Blair getting their podium than me or like my Mm -hmm. placement at all. Mm -hmm. So then Yoshi or who became Wii Yao joined our our server um, and they ended up as T3 and I ended up as T4 because I was like, if I can't get T3, I'll get the closest thing to that. (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's really cool to hear that you kind of think of it as a positive kind of way because again a lot of people when you get like t4 or like t11 right the boat titles it's pretty like demotivating and and pretty upsetting but you know i think for for you it it was more like of the experience that uh that that counted the most of trying to make it a good tiering experience for the rest of the roster the rest of the server and even for yourself right getting getting t4 is certainly no um not a uh, you know bad title by any means it's a very very good title as well so i'm sure that's what you felt yeah especially because i think Blair just tiered um, the Hello Happy Christmas where Snips was chasing them. Yeah. Um, and Blair was like, I really don't want another competitive event. I was like, I'm like stay no more. Like, <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But uh, Dandy, I think you made some really interesting points there. Well, one of them is making a tiering server is easy. That's the easy part. But getting support for a tiering server is a whole nother story. And again, for newer tiers out there, um, you know, anyone is technically welcome to make a tiering server for sure. But um, one of the things that I think uh, tiers really get to understand or appreciate is the fact that, you know, if you don't really do the work um, to possibly help others at first, it's kind of hard to expect them to get the support back. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's a fine balance of doing what you need to do, right? The more effort you put in, the more that comes out. Um, as a result so um, yeah for newer tiers out there if you are kind of interested in you know be it building your own server building a a support system for your future big title um, it all kind of starts with you helping others and uh, supporting people and, and getting your name out there right it, it, that's a, a very important tip that i think dandy uh, definitely shared quite well there so um Overall, though, Danny, like that experience, right? Like, you know, the first 24 hours, that whole rush, the adrenaline of you getting, you know, T1 for a certain period of time. Um, you know, how was that experience overall in that in that server, like that event? And, you know, what what fond memories do you have about that that uh, that title? Um, so Ball is by far, I think, like the most fun I've had tiering. Like, I love all the servers that I've tiered in because, like, everyone's super nice. Um but I guess because it was like my first experience, it's special to me. Uh, but it was it was a lot of fun. Everyone was really friendly, and we watched like some really stupid stuff. So we watched like uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, and we oh. watched Big Time Rush. 
so I just felt like, I don't know, it felt almost like a sleepover with friends where we're watching these like shows and movies from our childhood oh, and yeah. laughing at it. And it was also the first time like I ever hallucinated ever. Oh, no. Um, where, where my phone screen started getting really wobbly. And I think Blair was like, my screen looks like a spaceship. And then once Blair said that, I started to see it too. Um, but because i had these people with me it wasn't it wasn't scary if that yeah. makes sense like i wasn't yeah, scared yeah. because it's like i'm not the only one going through this fair fair you know fair. okay well <laughs> at least uh you know <laughs> i think like no no uh tier comes out of uh of uh of an event especially if it's a high tiering like without uh some some interesting hallucinations uh, and some interesting experiences but you, it's a very cool uh, kind of uh i guess uh analogy where it's kind of like a sleepover yeah i could see that right it's like a sleepover hanging out with friends and on voice chat and maybe watching some movies and but it, it's a pretty extended sleepover it's uh you know like a week-long sleepover but uh, it's still pretty fun regardless Oh, can I can I make a side note? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guide to tiering servers. I'll never forgive you for taking the the top ten screenshot of Ball right after we Yao overtook me in T three. So I'm not in the thumbnail for that video. I'm no! so mad. I'm so mad. <laughs> Well, that tiering survey video is like <laughs> it's becoming so relevant in this in this episode. <laughs> oh no, you you could have been uh, you could have been on our on my thumbnail, <laughs> but <laughs> it's so tragic. Oh no, oh no, and then and and if it wasn't for that, then you know maybe maybe Ling would have knew, known you sooner. Be like, wow, is that the? <laughs> Dandy, who got T3. In the thumbnail. In the oh. thumbnail. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> that's a, that's that's actually hilarious. I did not know that. And um, <laughs> wow, I, I don't know what, what else to say about that. <laughs> I, wow. I just wanted to bring it up. I just wanted you to know. I will, I will keep that to heart. <laughs> <laughs> well dandy again thanks for sharing that it's like or again your softball experience is pretty neat and pretty cool to see that you were able to get that that major title of course that ended up not being your own your your only uh, major tiering achievement which we'll certainly talk about very soon hey everyone it's phil here hope you enjoyed the episode so far as a reminder the refill studio podcast is available on all of your favorite platforms check us out on spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and make sure to give that high rating or the thumbs up whenever you do, because helping the podcast increase its reach to other viewers is greatly appreciated. In terms of other content, check out my VODs channel, uh, the card description above. Consider subscribing to check out other content. And also, if you want to be a part of the content, join the Unga Academy Discord server, links in the description below, where you can contribute to the studio question every week and interact with special guests featured on the podcast. So looking forward to seeing you there. Last but certainly not least, a big shout outs to all of my Filler Nation members who've been constantly supporting me in my content. I really appreciate each and every one of you and you get shout outs on pretty much every podcast episode. So thank you so much for your support. If you really like my content and would like to support me, join the Filler Nation by either subscribing to my Twitch channel or by joining my Patreon. Links in the description below. There's also a new feature. You can give a super thanks uh, through you, my YouTube, so you can do that as well. Uh, any support is greatly appreciated. Let's get back to the episode. 
Uh, let's move over to Ling. I know Ling's been, uh, you know, on the, on the mute mic on, on a while because uh, now we'll get to talk a little bit more about what might be your your favorite event ever. <laughs> Hello, happy world, smiling summer break, uh, which is a um, <laughs> I don't know. It's a it's a very notorious event for for many reasons. But Ling, tell us your perspective of what happened. Um, in terms of like your preparations to you know get that T10 or like you know try to prepare for that T10 and, and sort of like you know what motivated you to tier for this event. So before all that, I just want to say uh, every time I hear about uh, the softball event, I get really sad because everyone sounded like they were just having the time of their lives, and I wasn't around <laughs> for that. And I'm just like. Man, if only I found Phil's video. Earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, my video wasn't posted at the time because softball was the oh, was true, the thumbnail, true. right? So <laughs> it yeah. had to be done after softball. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if only Phil had made the video. Earlier. Yeah, like, you know, uh, yeah, true. But, you know, maybe I'll use the, you know, I don't know, like um, uh, my own texture or Noble Rose uh, as the thumbnail. Who knows? But that's a different timeline. <laughs> Oh, all right, so let's let's go into preparation. Um, so at the time uh, when I first kind of got the uh, idea to tier the Spinal Summer Break, I think I only really intended to tier um, T100. So I asked for, uh, I think, who, who, oh, right. I asked uh, Akari for a link to the server because at the time uh, they were the uh, famous welcome bot to everyone <laughs> and was in every server. I'm just like, true, how are you true. welcoming me before I even read or before I even like realized that I was in the server. Uh, but so I joined that server and um, I was, yeah, like I said, I was originally only planning to T100. That being said, however, um, if you recall, the, uh, my first uh, tiering server was an Afterglow event. And there is uh, one particular uh, person who was in that server who, uh, May or may not have been on this podcast before. I won't name any names yet, but um, they were really uh, enthusiastic about this one event uh, called One of Us. And <laughs> I, I think you already know where I'm going with this. But I'm just it out just for uh, just for fun. Um, and so you know, I was like, oh wow, this person is really excited about this event. And then I joined the next server, and they were there being really excited about that event again. I'm just like, huh. This person is really enthusiastic about this one event. <laughs> um, and so eventually that got to a point where I'm like, you know what? Maybe, maybe I should also just like try and T10 because they were really excited to T10 one of us. And be like, all right, you know what? Sure. Let me see if there's a spot on the roster. Uh, there was not, um, unfortunately. But um, at the time, uh, I believe it was Iku who was the owner of that Serena. I just asked him, well, if there is... Is there a wait list? And if there is, can I be added to it? Uh, there wasn't a wait list, but I was added to it anyways. Um, and so that was that for quite some time. And I, I didn't really expect the uh, wait list to change or anything, but um, I was like, all right, well, if nothing else, uh, I will probably try and uh, T11 this event. It's purely just because I want to at least have one event where I try and tier really high. Uh, time moves along, and unfortunately, due to circumstances which I'm not—I don't really know the details of. Um, Iku ended up dropping the event. And I was like, "Oh, that is very unfortunate." I wish the best for them, but 
this might mean I can get a spot on the roster. Um, so time passes by and I'm like, I didn't really want to say anything at first because I'm just like, I, I would feel like a shit if I, um, like immediately after they dropped due to what seemed like really unfortunate circumstances and be like, Hey, does this mean there's a spot on the roster? Like I, I didn't <laughs> nah. want to be like super rude. I'm just like, so I waited yeah. the day or like I waited some time and then some time passes. And, uh, I believe this person was actually introduced to uh, the roster by you, Phil. Um, but Hiori got added to the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, huh. And so I, and I, then I contacted the, uh, at the time server owner, Shoops. Um, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, by any chance did Iku say anything about a wait list? And no, Iku did not. And so I was like, hey, all right, well, that's unfortunate. I should have said something earlier, but any chance I can be added to the wait list? And they said, yeah, sure. And so uh, time moves along, the event's about to start, and I don't remember exactly, like, word for word what Shoop said, but they were mm. basically, like, saying, hey, roster still doesn't have a spot open, but you're free to play with us along the way, and if a uh, and if it seems like there will be room for you to get on the roster, then, well, uh, you know, we'll let you on. And I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the event started. <laughs> oh boy what an event eh god what an event that was um i think as um, how many people have we had on this on the podcast before saying something about it well you i think you have the most personal experience with it like to be honest like we had a couple people like shoobs like riley they talked about the experience but i think for you this one is a little bit more personal i think you have a lot more details to share about you know what happened well okay so you know events i i don't remember i think i was in g2 uh when mm-hmm. the event started um by the way i just want to say g2 was cursed in that event and we literally had like room break like things like at like people disconnect like oh, it, it was so bad i think like less than a day in we decided all right we're closing g2 we're opening up g7 quarantining <laughs> g2 uh so that was fun but um moving back back in the timeline a bit so um i you know was in g2 playing with uh i forgot who was in g2 at the time but we were just playing and playing and uh we quickly realized, um, hey, there's another server. And at the, that point, I was like, ah, shit, I'm not getting on the roster, am I? <laughs> um, but, you know, that 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 brief moment of uh, dread aside, um, I shortly after, like, the event started, um, I think it was Lang who in, who asked, but they, was like, they were like, um, hey, we're having a voice chat. Uh, you want to get, you, you want to join? I was like, sure, that sounds like and i think it's honestly that moment that actually uh led me to the events of continue on as i did because having that the voice call was basically going on like 24 7 as you could imagine because of the um nature of that event uh (laughs) but you know having people there to constantly be talking to like making jokes and all that with the event kind of really allowed me to just uh, make the event out to be a lot more fun than it might have been otherwise because if i was just there just tapping tapping probably was would not have been uh as much fun by my um even you know with text channels it's i I think it's a whole separate story between voice chat and you know like just texting 
And so I just remember like after a night after uh um uh the I guess day zero, the first six hours of men and going to bed, I woke up shortly after like I think not like I think I don't remember how long I slept, but I just woke up and saw that uh voice chat was still going on and that happened a couple of days in a row. But um I remember just joining back, hopping back into uh lobby and just continuing to play along and having uh lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, again, what what really made the the event quite notorious was the fact that uh, you know uh, there were t- there were like quote unquote three compet- competing servers, but technically two of them were kind of merged together and working together and doing very well. And then there was also um, one of our our uh, favorite players. Um, uh, shout out to useless garbage who put like probably one of the craziest fights. Uh, to try and get that top ten spot, um, and I and I like at some point I think you probably realized okay I think this fight is not my mind's to fight anymore. <laughs> and you just kind of sit there and and watch the the bloodbath happen. I mean, to be completely honest, I was actually fully prepared to like go until the end, even though like yeah. I knew I wasn't getting onto that T ten because yeah, between, yeah. you know the other server and the people who were still left on the roster um, mm-hmm. eating T ten, I knew I wasn't going but i did kind of still want that t11 um might mm. may or may not have been influenced by uh once again by um some sb philos for person mentioning oh. it in the past hmm. Hmm. i wonder how much <laughs> i wonder who that is once again yeah. um, but i unfortunately had uh work for like two of those days and then like or i guess two and a half actually because i did have like mm. a shift um that was a half day for uh, one of them and at that point i'm just like well uh, I kind of did want to keep going, but uh, other people did talk me out of it. They were just like, okay, you're not getting T10, you're not getting T11, just save your money, like, don't waste it all, just, 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 just you, you, you can stop. I'm just like, I'm like, but I wanna, and they were like, but your wallet, I'm just like, but I wanna, and eventually talk <laughs> some sense into me, I'm just like, alright, fine, I'll just, like, kill all events, like, I'll play a few more sets, like, throughout the event, but I wasn't gonna go um i think my original plan was uh i think doing the map i was prepared to go to 15 mil but mm-hmm. i think you know given the fact that uh that entire five mil would have not really con- ended up contributing to anything um i'm kind of glad that people did end up talking uh yeah. me out of that uh yeah. thank you um for saving my wallet <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i uh i i did um plan to fight is just unfortunately uh i did have other obligations that eventually pushed me out of it well i mean regardless regardless of the fact that was a pretty notorious event that you were still able to have some fun in it um enjoy your time there and again your wallet was saved a little bit more because you know now knowing you a little bit more personally uh your your wallet isn't usually the safest in (laughs) in your hands but um, but um yeah it's it's good to hear that uh, you're able to have a good time in that event and and, you know it might have just eventually led to because it's just strange to think that you were able to go from um you know the summer hell happy and you're like okay i got boated but um let's get them next time and literally next time was the literally the next event i'm not sure what eventually happened there but um you know any, any thoughts of like how you were suddenly able to go from i almost get a t10 to getting a t10 literally right after Oh yeah, this this one's really simple. Uh, I saw the hours I played um, was like 
basically enough for like a podium on like some of the more dead events. And I'm yeah. just like, huh. So I put in the hours, but I didn't get the title. Mm-hmm. I know afterglow events tend to be pretty uh, laid back and uh, not too many people tearing. Mm-hmm. Why don't I just get a T10 title just because I can? <laughs> that was wow. pretty much uh, my thought process. And I'm just like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> um, I originally was going to pub the whole thing uh, mm-hmm. because uh, I, at the time, messaged who I thought was the server owner. Uh, I think it was uh, Kali. Um, mm-hmm. But they were busy with real life and didn't end up responding for like two months after the event happened. Um, <laughs> eventually, I did find out that I think it was uh, Dan who uh, was running the server then. And uh, I think if I... Remember, because I think like June uh, contacted them for me and was like, hey, Ling wants to join, can he? And they let me in. And then I just played with the server until uh, the eventual event end. Wow. So you just went right into it. Just be like, all right, missed the T10, but I'm in the mood and we're just going to go for it again. Yeah, pretty much. I, I will say after that event uh, was coming into a close, I was like, all right. That was fun and all, but I think I'm going to take a break from hearing for That's quite fair. some time. <laughs> the the, the uh, excitement of summer break, unfortunately, only lasted a few days after the event. That's fair. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's, uh, <laughs> it is it is definitely something. Pairing exhaustion is definitely a thing. But yeah, big shout outs to you, like able to get that title. And, you know, big shout outs to both of our guests who are both Misaki fans and, you know, quote unquote Afterglow fans. Uh, but uh, it, it's pretty fun that uh, uh, both of you are able to share that. So um, let's wrap this up with the final tiering achievement for both of you, which is the one of the more recent events, Hagami and the Happy Dinosaur. So both of you, tell me a little bit more about this. Like, how did both of you decide to plan for this event? What was like going on there? And how did they, because I think the two of you are in the same server. So like, how did that planning um, go? And, and what kind of convinced you to to go for uh, Hakami and uh, Happy Dinosaur together? Uh, for me, um, originally R2 was going to go for C1 for, for mm-hmm. Dino. So I was already in the ball server when R2 made the announcement. So I was like, I mean, I was in the ball T10 roster, put me into the, the egg, the soft boiled egg roster. Mm-hmm. Um, and we knew, we knew Lang was going to be like a, a competing server. Um, but then when R2 dropped, uh, we merged servers. And then I just like went over to Lang's server because I was like, I still want to tear this event. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like Lang. I think Lang is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw Lang was the only person like on the the podium so it's like hey hey Lang, like, <laughs> uh, what's, what's up? hey can i can i do can, can i perhaps try the podium since you seem to be alone <laughs> and, and they're like yeah please please join me so i'm like okay <laughs> yeah okay well that's really cool again like again sometimes things happen again tearing is a big light is sort of a big uh uh, life commitment right so when things don't really line up with the schedule yeah people drop out and then there's like merging of servers and it's pretty cool that the you know lying decided to eventually add you to um the roster um laying similar story to you is like what what happened there all right so this was like a few days after summer break had ended i was still in the mood for tearing um mm-hmm. i was like and part of my brain had this thought i was like hey summer break was fun those people pulled in insane hours. 
why don't I try to compete against them? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what part of my brain thought, like what, what part of my logic, rational, like uh, thought process was broken during that time. But I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, that, that sounds like a fun idea. And so I asked Lang, I'm like, Hey, can I join your roster? Because at the time, um, I don't remember what, I think her roster was like only like two, three other people at the time. And mm-hmm. there was space. So she let me on, which was very nice. Um, and then time passes and passed. And at that point, I was like, mm, do I really want to tear? Do I really not? Do I want to drop? Like, I, I did start um, kind of not uh, wanting to tear them in a bit because I was starting to get a bit uh, bored of playing Boundary constantly. Mm-hmm. But one, day, but as I was having those thoughts, uh, one day, um, unfortunately, uh, Lang did uh, decide to announce her retirement and open up a, another spot on the podium. And at that point, I'm just like, all right, or actually, no, 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 let me, let me, no, let me. So I think what had to happen was she was asking, hey, is anyone podium? And I, I, I briefly made a joke and I was just like, you know, I am constantly having thoughts between like wanting to try harder or for more than T10 and then wanting to drop the event. And she's like, <laughs> I mean, you want a podium? And I'm just like, I, sure. And, and that's the story of how uh, I got on podium for that roster. Okay, so both of you kind of went through from like different directions, right? One, you were laying you basically, uh, you know, try to get into the, the roster by Lang's sort of roster. And then uh, Dandy, you try to join through R2. And then both of them since dropped and then the servers merged. And here are both of you are in the same server from initially competing uh, servers um with a with a podium spot. So, you know, sometimes things happen with like servers like that. So it's pretty interesting. Uh, to see how that goes so you know what both of you again like this event um were there any expectations like going into this event um you know before it started and once it kind of started what 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 did you what did you notice uh, when you first started tearing i mean it's it's a hug me challenge line <laughs> and going into it you're like it's a hug me challenge line no one no one's gonna want to tear this <laughs> and then people showed up uh, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> People indeed showed up. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will say, like, I think a couple of days prior to the event, uh, we 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 were like, okay, yeah, event's probably going to be fine. And then we heard uh, whispers in the wind of um, a competing server uh, emerging, and we were like, oh mm. no, please, no, no, no. And uh, yeah, I, I got I got the ping in the old ball server for Pandar being like, "Oh, I'm gonna T1 Dino." I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> so I ran over to chat like, "Hey, is this a joke? Do you guys know what's going on?" <laughs> apparently, I was the one that like dropped the news. So I was like, "Oh no!" We 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 may or may not have been ha- having a slight panicking uh, happening there. Uh huh. When you initially thought like, okay, this should be a pretty chill event, and then it just suddenly like, oh, okay, there's people are, are here the game. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was quite interesting to hear. So so you know, when you first started grinding and playing the event, like 
Like, how were, like, their stress levels? Were they, like, pretty high when you noticed that, oh, like, these unfamiliar names were, like, suddenly on these leaderboards? Like, how did you deal with that at, at first when you're tiering the event? Uh, I mean, it's a challenge live. Like, people are just going to be, like, playing a couple songs and then burning their CP. They're going to hop on the leaderboards mm. for a bit and then eventually they're going to drop. Um, That wasn't really anything new. Um, So we weren't really all that. I wasn't really all that scared at the time, especially um, considering uh, prior to the event, I basically just committed myself to being like, hey, I know mm -hmm. there's competition and I don't know how well I'll do against them, but this is going to be my retirement event. So I'm just going to give it my best shot and whatever happens, happens. That mm -hmm. being said, however, uh, one name did pop up on the uh, T10 board that I uh, looked up and... Uh, found um and was a little bit more uh concerned because uh they were uh they they happened to uh be a tier of the uh hello happy world uh smiling summer break event that i knew was very much capable of uh completely kicking my ass in tearing um and i was like oh shit this uh is more competitive than i realized this would be mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, it's, uh, you know, what tearing, that's more part of the thing, especially in a competitive event. It's It gets really stressful when, you know, you're, fo you're, you're seeing your, how you play and then maybe your score doesn't necessarily reflect on how uh, others are doing, especially in challenge lives where at the end it's all about how well you burn your challenge points. Uh, Dandy, did you also feel like a, a little sense of, of stress of how that event initially started and as you were tearing? So, um, at first I was actually feeling kind of good because, uh, I was on the T10 board, even though I hadn't burned any CP. So I was like, mm. okay, I'm in a good spot. Mm. Um, but then I don't, it's, it's very scary to see like T1 Nico Nico connect show up on the leaderboards and you're like, oh no, what am I going to do? <laughs> and also, um, I asked for advice like beforehand about challenge lives and they were like, don't, don't worry. Like your name's not going to be on the T10 like board for a while, so it's like okay, I'll keep that in mind. Like, I, I, I'll try not to look at it. I still look at. I still look at the tracking. <laughs> <laughs> like every two minutes, I was like, "Where am I? Am I still there?" Yeah, yeah. T two minute tracking is like a little bit of a trap channel because it's good information to know how well people are playing. But if you are the tier, it is very stressful to, to look at that because like, you know, if you look at it and you see your rank dropped or, you know, maybe people are playing better than you, it's just like, oh, it's just so stressful. I, I, I tend to avoid, you know, if possible to try and look at that if you're like tier high, but I, I do acknowledge it's, it's always the curiosity that um, that kills. And especially being a challenge live, again, challenge lives are the most unpredictable. They are very fun to watch as a spectator, but not so fun to watch uh, to actually play because, again, everything is sort of uncertain until the uh, the very end. So, you know, for, for Ling, for you, when you were playing and eventually you were able to like look at your 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 placement, wh when was it where you decided, you know what, I've done really well, I'm really happy with how I did, and then you kind of settled for uh, a second place spot. So, how was that overall experience of being able to settle in and get that second place spot? Well, I think it was like day two when I realized that I was probably not beating Pasta and had like a like short mental breakdown for like mm. ten minutes. Oh no! Because so um because uh 
we did have access to a CP calculator from, uh, I believe it was pastry. Um, so we did kind of have an inkling of an idea where everyone uh, was relative in terms of like how much uh, EP they would have uh, after burning all their CP. Uh, and I kind of realized, well, the amount of hours I need to put in uh, compared to like how many hours I've been putting in was probably not something that was going to be enough to beat pasta. So mm-hmm. I kind of, I, I won't say resigned myself to T2, but I, at the very least was like, all right, you know what? That's fine. That's fine. There are still two more spots on the podium. I'm just going to give it my shot and just see what happens. And mm-hmm. that pretty much uh, led into the eventual T2. I just kept playing uh, and playing and then, um, you know, swapping between uh, multi-lives and challenge lives. And then, yeah. And juggling finals at that, too. You're 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 like cramming finals and such, too, in the middle of all that. It wasn't finals. It was um, like midterms. Oh, midterms. Fair, fair. I have studied for most of them in advance uh, because, you know, um, I don't remember when it was, but uh, somewhere on Best Story got updated with like, the event with like the event schedule for um mm-hmm. the what well, was at the time named a regrettable tales i think it i forgot what it got mm-hmm. renamed to but it was like a i think like one or two events early uh which the dates got put on there and i was like okay this falls underneath all this falls underneath like the times i have these exams mm-hmm. i guess i should probably stop procrastinating and actually study for them so that i won't Fair. need to do that during the event <laughs> and well i guess you know it it, it did end up working out because uh, I went in there, uh, did all the exams in like fast as I can without like, you know, like rushing it and then finished them and then came back home and then continued to uh, tap, 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 tap. And sometimes you're even at school doing the tap, tap as well. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, honestly, again, like big congrats to you on your T2. Um, that's a very well achievement again. Um, you were able to secure that podium title as you sort of planned out. Um, again, challenge lives are not easy, but it looked like, you know, with your experience that you had before, everything worked out. So a uh, big congrats to you um, on that. I will say having uh, summer break as my first like major tiering experience was probably both a blessing and a curse. <laughs> uh, it was not good for my sanity, but since then, every event in comparison has seen extremely dead by those mm. standards so mm. everything was like all right i might need to put in like 4862 hours mm. but you know what that's fine it's only like a third of what we of what they did in summer break it'll be yeah. fine <laughs> oh boy yeah what what an event so yeah again like big congrats to you on that in, in that achievement and dandy for you uh you know just for wrapping things up in this event like how how was your experience overall tearing that event like what like, you know, do you have any regrets going out of it? Like, what was your overall feeling after that whole whole event and, and tearing with uh, everyone in, in, in that server? Um, I, I think I had a lot of fun because I really liked our roster. I like everyone was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's times where I got like really demotivated, but I was like, I'll keep playing. I think genuinely, I think like most of the reason why i i got voted out of podium is because i had to go to school like i had midterms, so i had to go to like my three-hour classes so most of my downtime came from that or having to like finish my midterm project i hate speed up this wouldn't have happened if freaking english bandori didn't have the event speed up yeah yeah 
Yep. Yep. I, I don't have any regrets because I know I tried my best, like with mm-hmm. what I could do. Mm-hmm. And I had fun. Like it's still like a good experience. And like I learned from this, like I learned a lot of things from this event. Like I think I, I know my limits, like my tearing stamina better. And I also know that I, I'm never gonna tear a challenge live ever again. <laughs> yep, again. yep. Because absolutely not. That was awful not knowing anything that was happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's the challenge lives are definitely a very blurst uh, type of event. And there's going to be less challenge lives in the future. But yeah, challenge lives are just not not necessarily the most exciting uh, when it comes to tiering. But um, yeah, but everyone on T10 or almost everyone on T10 or at uh, at least um, has stated at least somewhere that they are never tiering a challenge yeah. life <laughs> in writing in writing. Pretty, pretty much, pretty much, yeah. But uh, Danny, again, um, big shout outs to you on your achievement um, as well, um, uh, and, and hopefully, you know, in the future that uh, we'll be able to not not have uh, another T four. Maybe we'll have a, a podium title in the future. Um, Maybe you know, if I keep getting T fours, that's still fine with me. Yeah, <laughs> just the, the ultimate T four hoarder. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's my new goal. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> most of my T fours on the English server. Let's go. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, but again, things work out. Yeah, again, we'll, we'll discuss your future tiering events in the, very soon. But again, I just want to give some shout outs to, to you and your, your achievements as well. Both of you, despite starting tiering uh, later than me, you guys have better achievements than me. I just only have a lowly T5. So <laughs> big props to YouTube for you know, putting all that effort, right? It's, it's not easy, but it's great to hear that you're able to do quite well. Yeah. What do you mean, Phil? Aren't you T1 Nico Nico Nico? No, I'm not. I'm not Nico. See, see, <laughs> see now, now we have a contradiction here because Danny is like, oh, yeah, I see T1 Nico Nico Nick and the leaderboards and I'll give me a happy dinosaur. But like, oh, wait, that ain't that me. That no, you? that wasn't me. Congrats on T1 Dino, Phil. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> regardless though um we're gonna wrap things up really soon in this podcast so again thank you to both of you for sharing your amazing uh tiering experiences um but i just want to wrap up by talking a little bit more about the studio question um which is a question that i ask to our discord server members every week um at every episode and our server members will get to contribute to the question and their answers will be on the podcast as well on the youtube video but um, the question I asked my Discord server members, I would like to ask the two of you as well, is if you could work at Bushi Road for one day, what would you do? Just one thing that uh, you would do as a Bushi Road staff member um, for one day. And, and Lang, we'll start with you. One quick thing you would want to do as a Bushi Road staff member for one day. Okay, so I actually need to ask a clarifying question for this. Sure. So... When you say work at it, uh, work at Bushy Road, do you mean as in like just a regular employee, like have all the power? Like what what, what are the limitations here? Um, So every we had some very interesting answers in terms of like who, what, what, what kind of role they had. Some people assume the role of a, a more of a supportive role. Others indeed assume the role of like a CEO uh, of like for a day. I, get creative, get creative here. You know, if you had any sort of willpower, either being a supporting role or like a CEO, what would you do? Well, um, I think people who know me have uh, heard me talk about this a 
couple of times, um, mm-hmm. but if you have, you, you know how Misaki has uh, every single card um, as a Michelle costume, right? Mm-hmm. I if if I had the ability to, I, I understand in one day probably wouldn't like be completed, but I would at least try to see if I can uh, start uh, an event where um, she would, uh, you know, not have not be Michelle for a day. The I think I, I haven't read this story for the uh newest um Hello Happy event, but I'm assuming based on the event name, it would kind of be the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, well, maybe a M- Misaki trained um sort of uh co- art um would be something that we might see in the future. Maybe we'll see. Um, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good idea for sure, for sure. Dandy, what about you? If you had the powers oh. of Bushi Road for a day. I'm gonna leak the freaking event schedule, like as for for English Bandori, like as far as they have it planned. I'm so tired of like events getting skipped or like now, shortened or lengthened. I want to know now. Now that's 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 under the assumption that they are that forward thinking in their event schedule, <laughs> True. right? Like, do they have yeah. events planned a month in advance? I don't know about that. <laughs> I feel like it would be useful information to know if they don't plan as well, because that would explain a lot. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, maybe improving the schedule and giving people an, a roadmap, like what Project Zekai does, would be pretty interesting. So. What you gotta do is plan. You gotta plan them yourself. I'll, I'll you, do it. Yeah, that's that's that, that there's the power. There's the power. You gotta do it yourself. There you go. <laughs> but again, thank you for sharing that. And again, all of our responses are going to be on the YouTube channel. If you want to uh, contribute to the studio question in the YouTube video below, uh, feel free to comment as well. Uh, all that is appreciated. Okay, so we're done this set, um, um, everyone. And thank you for Ling and Dandy for joining our Refill Studio today. Uh, before we go, uh, last words, last shout outs, and any future events that you would like to do. Uh, Link, go. Quick, uh, quickly, um, just tell us uh, last words, last shout-outs, and um, future events that you might want to do. Well, I'm retired, uh, quote-unquote. So uh-huh, that's what they all I say. Shouldn't have any, I shouldn't have any events I'm going for um, in the near future, at least. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I will unretire when uh, I don't have to face snips for a Misaki event. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in terms of, like, final words, I would just say, uh, you know, like, try your best and have fun with any like hearing event you have like you would probably be surprised like what you can do and Mm. you hear referring to whoever is listening the viewers etc so you know just give your best shot and have fun with it because you never know where life will take you and how far you can go for sure for sure well big shout out to you link thanks again for sharing dandy last words last shout outs and future events you want to do oh gosh okay um shout out to you phil thanks for inviting me um shout out to for also choosing me to be or co-star uh (laughs) shout out to hive because they're cool um i think right i'm gonna podium ragtime starting tomorrow which is great super close event (laughs) um and then i think right now i have the the hina hagu event and then the new misa coco but whatever Um, I don't know. I just want people to like not take the game so seriously. Just have fun and, and do whatever. <laughs> you know, it's it's just like ultimately it's just a tap tap game. Like don't 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 take it too seriously. I don't yeah. take it too seriously. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. there's a there's a random hockey guy, Russian hockey guy, who's like, why you have to be mad? It's just game. <laughs> like that's like like exactly. literally that's literally like that. Like so. 
now. But Dandy, good luck tomorrow. Um, by the time people are listening to this podcast, we're probably in the middle of tiering, probably seeing you on the leaderboard. So they'll be like, whoa, that's cool, right? Uh, a podcast guest um, who's on the leaderboards right now. And Dandy, hopefully it's not going to be at our T4. I, I know I said T4 hoarder, but let's try to see you have a podium I, for I once. <laughs> <laughs> all right well again the set has been complete everyone thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the refill studio get your cans ready we'll get to refill on the next set when you can but until then remember to check us out on all of your favorite podcast platforms apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify and of course join the academy discord server where you can interact with special guests featured in this uh, podcast like our two here and of course contribute to the studio question that's all folks Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye now.